Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We also stream live on Facebook, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. And as opposed to last week, we have <laughs> kicked off the video without a hitch. I'm your host, Michael Dolce. Joined, as always, by the Lord of the Radio, Hassan Godwin. Good evening. Um, who is to my right. Uh, we have a guest producer, but he's actually, he's, a, he's like our, ge- our, our regular. He's a regular guest. He's a regular of, guest. Of a regular. Of right, a exactly. So Sam Leibowitz is off. Where is Sam? Sam is in Vegas right now, right? He's probably on a flight back right now. Okay, he's in, so, he's he's, so he's hung rehab. over. So he's hung over is what he's He's in sire like. rehab. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's coming down off of us for uh, the yeah. last six months or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. It's like with normal people. Like right. He's like hanging out with like actual human beings. Right, right. So uh, we have the wonderful Rob Kay from the Robin Kelly Show sitting in as our, en- our engineer Hello, and our Rob. producer tonight. So we welcome you to the show. We've got, uh, I mean, we've got an unbelievable show. I Do mean, we? Is I, it unbelievable? It is unbelievable because I think there's, a, there's so much meat to what we've got tonight. But hold on. Yeah. But you know we have a show. Yeah. And you know it's on the show. Yeah. And you believe mm-hmm. that this is going to be an unbelievable show. So somehow you believe in the unbelievable. That's what you're. That's what you're telling me right now. I'll believe a man can fly. I, I didn't say anything about flying. Why are you complicating it? I'm saying I'm you believe saying. that the show is unbelievable. Yeah, this is, it's a believable show because we're on it. Well, I, I, it goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying. I don't really have much more than that. So okay, that's on. where. Yeah, that's where you kind of <laughs> flat, you, you flat right line there. at that yeah, point. Yeah, I did. Understood. Actually, absolutely understood. Did. Uh, have you ever? Have you ever actually listened to us back? Um, you know, we 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 we're like we're like that um, that kite that just that <laughs> it flaps a little bit, but then it just takes off. <laughs> I'm striving to to be that kite you want to just when be it this starts. Kite? Okay, when yeah. it starts. When it when it's no flapping in the wind. No flapping. No when flapping. It, when it takes off yeah. when it's when it's at its apex. Yes. I yes. That's, that's we'll never I'm... get there. But no. I understand what you're saying. Uh, so we've got we've got um, who do we got? I don't want to say a great guest. <laughs> we we have a um, famous guest. We do on we tonight. Famous guest. Um, with we'll, an interview. We're gonna have to hope he's not listening because of that intro. With an interview, <laughs> well, I know I'm, I'm okay. You're right. <laughs> well, no one listens to the show, so yeah, we've, we've been through. That's this. not going to work. That, that excuse is not going to work too we've long, through, man. Well, we had sixteen thousand uh, viewers last uh, week don't jinx it. on our video last don't jinx week. It. Yeah, that's right. We're somebodies I now. Know. We are officially somebodies. That's pretty impressive. We were somebodies yesterday, but we were we were ugly somebodies. We're, like we're somebody somebody. Somebody. We're yes, somebody-ers. we're somebodyer than we were um, yesterday. They must like something. Uh, we have <laughs> don't, a don't very <laughs> um, yes. We have a fantastic guest on uh, in the fantastic better in the sense of is, you can almost say he's Herculean. Oh, yes. well done, he's well a done. Herculean uh, guest. Got to give a shout back out to to, to my boy in uh, Wizard World Chicago. Um, they did a, they did a great job. Yeah, J- Jerry Milani. We're gonna have to have them on the show as a official yeah official um, uh, publicist. Yeah. Well, I mean, us. he did a great job, and and so we we are airing the interview that I did there. Um, yes, and yes. what an interview it is! It's a remote interview. That it is a remote interview. This is you in t- two places at the same time, yeah. right? I mean, this I could shut the video off. Time right. And space. Right. I could shut the video off and then pretend as if as if it's happening. How come I never get to go on these uh, business trips? That's what <laughs> I want to know. How come? You need the you need the miles that I used. I never, yeah, I never get <laughs> to get on the, the the private jet that we got the sire. Jet. Oh, we have the, the secret sire jet. It's it's such a secret that I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, it's well, next. It's next to my car. That's because you keep misplacing you, it. Yeah, it's next <laughs> to my car that you quoted. Yes, um, <laughs> someone quoted our jet. Yeah, so we got Andromeda and um, Hercules, Hercules star Kevin Sorbo. Yes, we're going to talk about his new movie, Let There Be Light. Some controversy with that. Some controversial producers yeah, behind it. I was like, what, what, is, what is there no controversy about? <sighs> oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Honestly, we'll to that. what is there no controversy but about? But first, we are going to talk about the highest grossing superhero film of 2017. I know what this movie is. I can, I could guess, well, and I'm going to be absolutely right. Yeah. I'm going to take a guess. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Ready? Yeah. It has to be Wonder Woman, because naturally... It was such a huge, huge, huge hit, and it got such a giant reaction that it has to have blown the doors off of all... Everything. Uh, everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. It's right? broken barriers down. It can't be some other middling... Uh, the blind can see now. Yeah, every, exactly. <laughs> the exactly. lame can walk. It actually made sterile women ovulate. <laughs> That's how great that movie was. I, I have a friend. 
Yeah. I have a friend. She went in and she's when pregnant. she came out, she she's was pregnant. pregnant. Yes. She's pregnant. Yes. She's like, what happened? It was immaculate. There were immaculate conceptions all over the place. Well, no. I hate, to, I hate to apologize to your friend. No. I hate to let her down. But Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, she's going to have to raise that kid all by herself now. So, <laughs> as I predicted, there was no moral fatigue. And as I predicted, Spider-Man became the number one. Wait a minute. <laughs> that is not what you predicted. It's not what I predicted. But... <laughs> To be fair, I think I think these um, these numbers. So hold are on, hold on. Let's go through this. So Spider Man. So even after all the talk by the gatekeepers, yeah, whom mm-hmm. you know I rage against, yes. because I am an enemy of the gatekeepers. Sure. Who all said that Spider Man uh, Homecoming was uh, hackneyed? It was tired. It was um, it was more of the same. Marvel's losing its edge. Marvel's sure. losing its its uh, its potency in the in the in the market. Right. Yes. None of that is true. No, it's true. Oh. But it made a lot of money anyway. Basically, thanks to China. You could so, have me up on that. Thanks, no to, its, solidarity thanks to its recent anymore. release in China, Spider-Man Homecoming has now become the oh, highest the, the grossest Chinese. film. The Chinese are the enemy of the gatekeepers. I love the Chinese because yeah. they, they blow the doors off of just about every gatekeeper projection like, yeah, I mean, know. so... Because then sometimes the Chinese will just decide not to watch a movie. Right. And then it ruins everything for them. So according to Box Office Mojo, uh, it has made $874.4 million right now. Million. Um, we're still waiting for Thor Ragnarok and Justice League, both of which are poised to be big box office earners. So it's entirely possible Homecoming will be dethroned. Uh-oh. But you've got to figure that they've been out there for a while now. Well, wait, when does Justice League come out? Um, Justice League comes out in November. November? Really? Same thing with Thor. This month? Yeah, Thor. Well, no, this is, no, this is September. I'm sorry. This year, and I meant next, to say. Yes, this yeah, year. Yeah, I understand what month we're in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've been drinking. No. Um, <laughs> so, wait a minute. So, wait. Why would they do that? Why of, would... Why would... Sidebar. Why would... Um, why would DC do that? To... to uh, I think... Ragnarok has got tremendous buzz sure, on it. Sure. Right? And, and it's a proven proven brand and it's a powerful franchise it's the third in an already successful franchise uh-huh. Uh-huh. when dc has had success uh-huh. because their movies are profitable but they haven't had the pr success sure not nearly the pr success sure. that marvel has had right so why would they try to why would they try to steal ragnar why couldn't they just bring it out next year early to 2018 right yeah and then they would have the market all to themselves. Yeah. Why would why would they do that? I couldn't tell you. I could tell you that Thor Ragnarok, I think, has come out of nowhere. Because I feel like Thor Ragnarok... Nowhere? I, not, not out of nowhere. I'm saying it's been building buzz. But when you first heard of a third Thor movie, you know, were you absolutely like, wow, this is the most amazing thing ever? And you're like, oh, okay, it's going to have Hulk in it. Oh, that's kind of cool. And oh, okay, it's going to do that. All right, I, could, I sort of see that. That's kind of cool. But it, it never... I mean, I don't think it ever reached a point where you were anticipating Thor Ragnarok. So if I'm DC, Mm-mm. a year and a half ago, I'm sitting there going... Yeah, we could beat Thor Ragnarok. Like, what did Doctor Strange do? Doctor Strange did very well. Yeah. But it's not as if, you know, they, they planned it two weeks after, so there's going to be some buffer time. People's attention spans, you know, disappear very, very... Um, that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm told. I'm not paying attention right now, as a matter of fact. No, I'm back. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gone again. Now it's gone? No, no. Now yeah. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm good. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no. I guess we are having technical difficulties yeah, we in are. the Facebook video yeah, we again are. too. Which you don't do that very, very well. You don't, you don't, you don't do that. I'm dealing with a problem, but I'm, I'm holding it together. You don't do the show must go on kind of thing very well. You could actually, you could, you could audibly hear that you are frustrated with your. Oh technical. yes, I, there's no question about yeah. that. I am always yeah. audibly frustrated, and you can hear me. You can tell when we're having a problem because I step up and I try to, I try to hold. You get, hold. you get louder actually. Yeah, I get a little you louder. You actually get louder. Should try to because that's my idea of how to keep from uh, mm. dead air. It's just to get louder, not right. to say more. Right, I was going to say start screaming. Like you actually say the same amount. Yeah, I just start yeah. screaming. Yeah, and uh, and everybody <laughs> and everybody knows uh, something must be wrong because Godwin is actually speaking. He's actually yeah. part of the show. Can't be right. Yeah, so can't something's be right. wrong. Yeah, no. But uh, I guess we're gonna have to restart again. No, I, I don't the know. I think I don't know. There's yeah, people are on. People are watching now. People just oh. joined. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. We'll, well figure this out. All right. But uh, no. So anyway, so I mean, talking about Wonder Woman. Let's actually get back to Wonder the show. Woman. 
Of course, one of the most talked about comic book films of the year has been Patty Jenkinson's Wonder Woman starring Gal Gadot. Uh, the DCU installment surpassed all expectations to become the highest grossing superhero origin film. Oh, wait a minute. There's wait, that's a category? That. categories Give for that Give me a now. break. That's like uh, Give if me you a break. break down baseball history over the last 200 years, they can have a category for like what this hitter is done or how many hits he's done with runners on first and third and oh, a pop and a, and a sack fly. Like they You're can break it down it. so minute. You're just parsing it. I'm not. It I'm just saying that's what they're not doing Not you. Here. I'm just saying in general. Oh, like yes. you, when you when you engage into that kind of practice, yes. you're just, that's terrible. As well as the highest grossing DCU right chapter domestically while also blasting past several other milestones. Still, Spider-Man has consistently been one of the Wait world's most recognizable heroes in Homecoming's global box office performance proves that. There was a metaphor used just now. Did What's it actually that? blast past? Did was it, what, did that happen? I How just, does a movie blast anything? I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I would appreciate if you would not use superlatives like that. Please, <sighs> no. No, just no, because it did. Movies don't blast. Everyone knows so that. So I, I think everyone look, knows this. Let's let's break this down to what this means, right? It means that Wonder Woman was a phenomenon. But Phenomenon, it means that perhaps. people still Blast? still go with what they're most familiar with, right? Like they still look at Spider Man and go, "I want to go see a Spider Man." Well, film. look, Wonder Woman was gonna Wonder Woman was a hit because, and I, here's here's the thing: uh, the same amount of guys went to see Wonder Woman, but actually women went to see Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. That's why it knocked it over the top. Now, the the achievement was to get women. There are more women in this country than there are men. Yeah. Um, but not a big, uh, not a big comic book movie watching crowd, the, the woman, sure. commu- the female community, sure. right? So the, the real coup was to get all the women to go see Wonder Woman. Right. Um, because, and, and that's why Marvel says, uh, probably won't do, maybe now it'll do a Black Widow yeah. Uh, movie, but it wouldn't do it before because it because women wouldn't come out for it. Yeah, and then you get all the guys. Yeah, you know you get angry, you get the angry nerd. Crowd. Sure. Yeah, they're not. Oh my god, she's well, that's the thing, right? I mean, yeah, right? you you, do, you definitely have that faction, right? No so Wonder Woman still is an accomplishment. It still achieved its goal because it got an, an entire group yeah. of non comic book watching uh, uh, you know demographic to actually go and watch sure. a comic book movie. So that's what it did. It still got beat by Spider Man though. Which is just amazing to me. That Spider Man's it's Spider Man's a, a shoe in though. Yeah, you know, and it's a Marvel brand Spider Man. Yeah. Even though, even when I saw it, I said nah, it's a little more of the same. I know. So I know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna to, to uh, double standard myself. I did actually say nah. When we come back, Marvel's Inhumans canceled already. <laughs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your your digital digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. Joined by my uh, esteemed colleague and co-host, Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Thank you very much. Do you have to apply... Do you have to like go to college for that? Is there some sort of like classes? I could tell you how to become Lord of the Radio, but then you'd become Lord of the Radio and I wouldn't be Lord of the Radio <laughs> this is anymore. Very true. No such thing as co lord. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. It's a <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Well, 
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and stream live sometimes on <laughs> facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff. Uh, we think we've got the technical difficulty solved. We'll see. Which seems to always plague us, but it didn't plague our video last week, and... That's no, good. no, you know that was and a good, good that was a good omen for last so, week. So want to welcome all the folks. Yeah, want to welcome. welcome and, hey, folks. boom! Folks are jumping on now because the feed is back up and, and live, which we appreciate you guys jumping on. We've got a lot to talk about. We got Kevin Sorbo. Don't don't worry, Kevin Sorbo has not gone anywhere. We're going to have that. We were just talking about the number worried. one grossing film of the summer, actually of 2017, in superhero talk and superhero land yeah. was Spider Man. Spider Man over Wonder Woman. And Guardians 2, which... Because men are better than women. I, I, I agree. I think that was exactly right. what your point was. That's, so all, that's exactly. We spent that's, 15 that's minutes what we've learned leading up lesson. to that point. We always learn the wrong lesson. Yeah, and we, that's, we've so, led that's up to that. That's a lesson with... <laughs> men in, in tight spandex are better than women in bikinis. I am your host, Michael Dolce, joined by Lord <laughs> of the Radio, Hassan Godwin, who just made that comment. What? Who was clearly being facetious. I was... I... <laughs> I was paraphrasing you. However, I, I wasn't making a. I will of my quote own. you. I will quote you out of context. <laughs> I'm like Hassan Godwin Men bashes all women. women. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You know, right, fair that's enough. pretty much it. But men no, are, men are better at uh, whining, complaining, being sick. Um, what was a better movie though? What was a be- Would you honestly like? I would not say Spider Man oh, was a better Spider-Man movie. Spider Man and Wonder Woman. I, I really wouldn't. I, I wouldn't give it that. I would give Wonder Woman would, actually being I, I more would, enjoyable. Right. I would upset the entire Apple Cart and say they're probably on average with each other. I had I had pretty much the same experience with each one. I was happy that the Wonder Woman movie had no cringe worthy moments. No. And it wasn't no. overly stuffed and convoluted like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Well. Now, no, the, we can, we can separate that chain right off the bat, right? Like yes. Wonder Woman is no Although although look, not even I yeah. there are things I like about Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman even though I don't think they're great movies. Right. Okay? Um and Wonder Woman I think is a solid film. Sure. It's a solid film, it's a solid experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gal Gadot is fantastic. Yeah, she she is Wonder Woman. So yeah, oh right. no, she absolutely. Unfortunately is. for absolutely. her, because she's gonna be Wonder Woman forever, no matter what she. Yeah, does. I don't think the paycheck she's cashing is. Oh, uh, uh, she's not is... upset about it, but it's gonna be. You also, know, there's a totally different stigma. Talk to now. Christopher Reeve. Yeah, no, 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 no. But there's a well, what you think? Or or William gonna, Shatner. Gonna, no, William no, 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 no. I think it's completely different now. It's William completely Shatner's different her. now. It used to be that if you were the star of a campy franchise or a comic book franchise or a superhero franchise or a franchise in general. You were seen as just that. You couldn't do your dramatic stuff. Now, it's almost expected that you have a franchise. Jennifer Lawrence has two franchises under her belt, and she is an Oscar-winning actress. You have Kate Blanchett, Oscar-winning actress, wants to be a Marvel villain. Chris Evans, not an Oscar winner, but I mean, you know, he had his romantic comedies that he would do, but now he was, no, now he's Captain America. There's... That's now. Robert Downey Jr., that's what I'm saying. So, Gail... That's now. But Gail... Gail, Gail, Tomorrow's another time. She lives in the now. If she's going to be perpetually, be. if she's going to be perpetually Wonder Woman, she's going to be Wonder Woman in a time she when it's not going to be great to be to Wonder Woman. Pull out, uh, you know, she needs to pull out the sh- and show she's an actual actress and can do no stuff. No one doubts that she's an actress, but oh, they're yeah, going. She, she's to been pull, in a film. Yeah. Social media is going to call her Wonder Woman forever. Yeah. I think she could live with that forever. You're that's, a beautiful Amazonian goddess. That's not. That oh wasn't, no! Oh, oh right. that wasn't me. what we were debating. We were woe debating whether me. she would be called Wonder Woman for us. Or yeah, so yeah she will. You're changing the argument. Like you're I mean, move look at Hugh Jackman, post. right? Hugh Jackman also, right? I mean, Hugh yeah, Jackman's he's Wolverine. Logan. Yeah, right? he's Wolverine. Yeah, but and, he's also and he was he's not happy about it. That's why he had to. That's why he keeps, he kept making them. Uh, Kill him off. Yeah. No, he's fine with it. I don't think he's I don't think he's ever been unhappy. He's done being Wolverine. Oh, I mean I think he's done being Wolverine. There's no question he's been yeah, I I don't think he wants to to put in the work. I mean he's almost like fifty years old, if not he is fifty. Well that doesn't matter so why ha- he wants you know. to do it, but he he did get tired of being right. Wolverine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know why do you make me go through all this you just know to get to a point where we agree? We always agree every show. I don't agree with We're you. Show I don't even ever. agree with you right now. Worst show ever. <laughs> uh, you know what? Else, what people are not uh, disagreeing on either that in humans are not very good. Uh, Marvel and AB, how do you know this? Uh, well, okay, so it's going to be debuting in IMAX this weekend. IMAX. That's what that was the plan. Wow. And uh, but apparently did there was rumors. Did you get an invite to that? No, because I didn't get an invite. We'll get to there it. eventually. What? No one watches the show. It's like a golden ticket. You had to buy a chocolate bar. To get yeah, it, yeah. And then you get in. So. Sorry. There's an Inhumans poster that went out, I guess, 
that implied that the series was already canceled. That the IMAX viewing was going to be the first and let only... Me, let me explain this. Yeah. I, I saw this. Uh, it was um, from Epic Stream. Yeah. It was an Epic Stream uh, article. Yeah. And I saw it and I sent it to you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Michael, look at this. this is, mm-hmm. what, what about this? I haven't vetted this yet. And, and Michael Dolce... Uh, I was like, post it. Showrunner, yeah. <laughs> post it. Ship it. <laughs> this is just good. Put, just put a little addendum. We, we are Secrets of the Sire. We stand behind this article. Well, we didn't write it. No, I know. But um, <laughs> I but basically, I wanted, to, I wanted to try to see if there were any others, uh, if any other corroboration to the, to the rumor that it had been canceled already. And we couldn't find any. Right. So that's why we posted it. We posted it just to have it up there so that it could be a discussion point, something sure. we were going to discuss. Sure. But it turns out that, as you're about to reveal... That's not quite the case, right? Yeah. It hasn't been canceled. No. Okay. No, it has not been canceled. Um, basically, what they said was there's the poster that goes around. The words complete series was on it. Uh, ABC and Marvel. So uh, ABC and Marvel's beleaguered Inhuman series can't seem to catch a break, though the series doesn't actually start airing until next Friday. The ad copy has a number of people speculating it won't see a second season or a first season, to be honest with you. Huh. Um, Inhumans is first described as being the first chapter. The, po- the poster also refers to it as the complete series. Uh, while the orientation and layout of this ad may be new, it should be noted it's just differently organized version of promotional art that ABC's been using as far back as, as June. So they basically said that, okay, there's no, it's no, we're not canceling it. We've been using this terminology. So essentially, it doesn't mean it's not canceled. It just means it's not canceled yet. Right. It but, doesn't mean that they've been doing saying, something yeah. new. It just means that people are noticing that even ABC has no faith in their own series. Everyone's saying don't crack open any epic novels because this isn't staying around. Yeah. You know, watch what you can when you can because it's going to be gone as soon as you yeah. see it. Yeah. And it's not getting very good reviews, though. And it doesn't look, you know what? Even though I hate to do this because it is gatekeeper ish, uh-huh. it doesn't look good. It really did no. not look good. No, I know? like being a gatekeeper. Like that's the I whole point of this. You are we're, a gatekeeper. We have this long rule. Your we'll, yeah. opinion we're, carries extreme weight now. Yes, it across does across all circles. Oh, many everywhere. Many thousands of thousands of. Uh... Anyway, so <laughs> the. <laughs> The, the 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 footage I saw just really didn't look good. And here's a, we're having a crisis of uh, of quality, yeah. right? Because um, we're seeing some stuff now. Some stuff is taking the, the Marvel's cues. Yeah. Some stuff is taking the Game of Thrones cues. Yeah. Right. There are a lot. Well, of, everyone's searching for their Game of Thrones. Yeah, right but now, there's right? a lot of television right now yeah. that's that that's of cinematic quality. Sure. And. Um, I can I can name a few. A lot of science fiction, like Star Trek Discovery, sure. is that it's that cinematic. The special effects is at cinematic sure. quality. Uh, there's a couple others, even on the Sci-Fi Channel. So now you get something. You you watch a you, you watch a couple of previews of the brand new Marvel show, and uh-huh. Marvel just hasn't gotten their television together. No, they really haven't. And that that was one of the complaints about the Agents of Shield because you've had these you have these amazing Marvel movies. Yeah, and then you have this tie-in uh, Agents of Shield, and forgive me because it's a dead horse. But it's formatted like a like an early nineties. I mean, even the Netflix stuff we've talked about it. I mean, it came out of it came out with a bang with Daredevil. Yes, it did. Right, and then Daredevil season two had mixed reviews. Luke Cage had mixed reviews. Jessica Jones, good reviews, but In still. In fairness uh, to Daredevil's mixed reviews, but it, it 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 the show quality was still good. Yeah. But they just didn't. They, it was directionless. It was rudderless. Well, they were saying that by season two, though. There's you know. Rudderless is one of the things, but they also kind of said they, they they embraced more of the superhero rather than the grit and gritty that that season the one kind season of had. kind of had. And I think there's a I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah. Iron Fist was a complete dud, uh, right. you know, when it comes to Jessica Jones went critique. on a little too long. It right. was good. It was and then Defenders was highly long. anticipated, and then it was gone. You know, not a lot of buzz about it. Like everyone's like, well, this is a very nice Look, show. Defenders wasn't really that great. Yeah, it's a good show. It was great to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of anticipation behind it because you want to see the continuation of some of these other shows that you want. If you like Luke Cage, if you like Jessica Jones and Daredevil, sure. it was good to see Daredevil again because we hadn't seen him in like four years, sure, sure. right? But then once once you're over it and you go to a rewatch, yeah, there's not much to it. And hopefully, you'd you'd expect more, especially yeah. for how long it took them to get it together and to get it out, yeah. You know, so you know we got we have a Punisher coming up. Hopefully, that'll be pretty solid. It's coming up in November, I think. I'm looking right? forward to that. I really yeah. am. Uh, I don't love John Bernthal as the as the Punisher. Uh, yeah. He's a little short and a little young. Like I, I feel like I feel like he should be. He's John Snow. 
He's a little John Snow. Yeah, I mean, he, he should be like, Punisher should be this this old, angry man, essentially. <laughs> but uh, you, know? you don't have old people on television. What are you, nuts? Yeah, I agree. But I mean, you know, he just... Gritty old guy, they'd be like, get I mean, I know he's, I know he just turned 40, so he's technically <gasps> an older guy. He's too old now. I know, he's I know. too old to do it. I know. But, 40. Um, but I feel like there should be like... There's no life after 40. There should be some wrinkles there. There should be some gray hair a little should, bit. Well, he doesn't really you have know? hair. So, I mean, I guess younger Punisher. I mean, maybe I'm just used to the older, you know, version that Garth Ennis wrote. Yeah. You know I, what? You Thomas know. Jane looked the best as. No, 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 no. I can't, no. Say, that. I can't say that. Come back. The pain. I didn't say it was a good movie. No, no, I know that. I said no, he no, looked no, the best. No, no, no. I'm actually grim. I am actually grimacing at what you said, it's, not what you think. I think you said. No. I am I don't actually think grimacing think, that he does not look. The I don't best. think you think. I think. I what think I said. the guy. I think you think wrong. Who was the actor in Warzone? Uh, that was uh, See, he looked the part. He that was Ray looked, Stevens. Yeah, he looked like the. Well, he was English. <laughs> oh, you can't be English. Oh. You can't be English. Oh. You can't be a New York vigilante if you're English. You Doesn't can be work. whatever you want to be. Doesn't work. Don't discriminate. You Don't you discriminate. like Ray Stevens more than Thomas Jane? Um, I like no no. I am I am replying to your statement that um, uh, Thomas Jane looked the part more than he, anybody else. He looked like Frank Castle to me. What, it, I, really? He looked like Frank Castle, yeah. Really? More so than Dolph Lundgren. Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren didn't look like uh, Frank well, Castle. Dol- <laughs> I will tell a funny Dolph Lundgren as you Punisher story. You don't have a funny Dolph Lundgren When we story. come back, though, we got... has a Dolph Lundgren story. Well, okay, it's not funny about Dolph Lundgren. It's funny about me as a kid watching... It's funny because Dolph Lundgren Dolph is in it, Lundgren's like most of Punisher. his movies It's just boobs. It's just boobs. I got it's to see boobs. boobs. It's like it's one of my first boobs experience in a movie. <laughs> When we come back, Kevin Sorbo, Hercules, you do not want to miss this interview. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. The superpower you wish you had? Um, teleportation. Ooh. I always go flight. I'm always like, I want to fly. When you teleport, you don't need to fly. Right. You'll never be late for work. <laughs> That's what you would do. This is why you're the co-host of a, of a, of a middling podcast, because yeah. you don't dream big enough. It'd because I can't teleport. If I could teleport, you think I would be sitting here right now? You'd be on time. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and also stream live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. I'm your host, Mike Dolce. And Hello, us, Mike Dolce. Along with me, as always, my co-host, the Lord of the Radio, Hassan Godwin. Um, so, yeah, we, I was going to promise you a, a very funny Dolph Lundgren story, but I actually gave it away in the earlier segment. <laughs> it was the first boobs I ever got to see, and I His, had that on Dolph VHS. Dolph Lundgren's boobs do not count. Oh, <laughs> I meant the Punisher. I meant the Punisher. You saw the Punisher's boob. 
No, no, there was boobs in that movie. He oh. went to the strip club. It, it was literally like he he uh, like ran past. It's like a coming of age story you're telling right now. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, mm. like it was, and and like I had that. Like I was like, With Dad, the it's the Punisher. It's the Punisher. You gotta, you know. And your dad and, was like, "There's boobs." Well, I don't know if he Stand knew there was side, boobs. Son. I don't think that he he thought of the length that I would go to see boobs. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, they're literally on screen for maybe ten seconds. Our parents did not seconds. understand us at all. Maybe we ten seconds. It was like ten seconds of boobs. That was all that counted. That's all I needed. That's, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, I did. that's all day the next day in the playground. I am proud right? of myself. I hyped up a funny story, and I delivered. <laughs> all right. So once again, I want to give a shout out to our, um, our, our main man, Jerry Milani. PR guy at Wizard World Chicago. Um, I flew out there a couple weeks ago. I guess, yeah, it's about a month ago now. How'd you fly um, out there? On an airplane. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, You're not using that jetpack I gave you. No. Nor, nor the Secrets of the Sire um, <laughs> plane. Yes. I didn't know we had. The secret plane. Well, is that why, is that why we have no money? Like, yeah. that, I put like, it all in the plane. I'm sitting there going, like, our budget is That's really bad That's why I asked you the right other now. day, how come you're not using the plane? I know. Well, we spent a lot of money on Jesus. this plane. Oh, my God. My all accountant right. is going to really have a heart yeah, attack at like, that point. Yeah, there's, like, there's the stewardess. Like, like, plane? There's stewards. There's stews on that plane, man. So I got out there, and uh, you've heard some of the interviews. We had Thomas Ian Nicholas from American Pie live on the uh, podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was good. That, that was, was great. Uh, we had um, uh, Lauren Lester. Uh, last week, yes, or we two did. weeks ago, sorry, two weeks ago, and Which he was again, fantastic. Was, was fantastic, yeah. Back to the Future, Tom Wilson, um, <laughs> Biff, can't go wrong with yeah. that. Nothing um, nothing to say about that, nothing negative to say And now we, we kind of have a little more of a controversial figure, and, and here's, the, here's, here's a couple things I'm going to preface before we actually run the interview, right? Okay. One, um, to be fair, I didn't know he was going to be there, and I didn't know there was some, there was some controversy. You're like, holy crap, Hercules. I'm like, Hercules, all right, awesome. It's Hercules. Um... So we posted, we, you know, give you a little background. We posted it uh, a couple days. We do this every week. We, mm. you know, we post to social yeah, media and we tell people what's going to happen. And we had a comment from uh, a friend of mine say, why would you even bother having him on there? He's yeah. a bigot. Yeah. Um, and it brings up a larger issue that I think is important to talk about too, right? Mm. Um, a, I'm not going to re- refer to anything else because I, I don't know anything else that he said. So I'll be point blank. I don't know what else he said. I do know. Um, based on the limited research that I did right before the interview, which I had to do very fast, right. is that he is of a right-wing philosophy. He yes, is a yes. Christian conservative. Uh, so there's no fair. question about it. Um, I know that the gentleman who voiced his opinion um, is diametrically opposed to him being right. a uh, gay Wiccan. I would think that that is, oh. you know, um, I don't mean like he's he is a, a homosexual Wiccan. Is that a more? He's a homosexual. Okay, so he's not, a, he's not like gay as in he's a weak Wiccan. Right, like right, a, right, right, he, right. A, like he is a Wiccan who is also gay. Who is also yeah. So I think there. I think right off the bat, I'm like, well, there's you know these things are diametrically opposed. So there's going to be brushback. There's going to be pullback. Um, our frequent uh, guest and collaborator Pat Shand um, mm-hmm. also said, you know, mm-hmm. he's a bag of D's. And I kind of <laughs> weighed in a little bit. And then let you know. Yeah, you know. no, no, absolutely. So, you know, in this in this instance, I I will say the larger issue is I'm never going to restrict having guests on. We draw the line at Nazis, though. I mean, we'll not we'll never have a Nazi on here not unless that we know of, he's starring. Because there's in a, questions about Pat. Oh, this is very All true. Right? So yeah. we don't. Really, you this know? is very true. So if that comes out later, that's not our fault. Well, yes, no Nazis, no <laughs> yes, Nazis, no, unless right. they have a new film out, and in which case, no. Uh, <laughs> What was the German propaganda film in the forties? Like the pa- oh, I was like I, I was like in um, Inglorious Bastards. They actually did it like yeah, like, uh, it they, a, they did a spoof of the of right, yeah. those things, you know. But I forget. So it. if that it's movie comes out, we'll have that guy on. Yeah, all right. Man. No, no, we will. But I think we will. that guy's dead though. But, but right. I have no problem bringing on people of different points of views, and I don't think we should ever. I do. I don't stop. I don't want any divergent points of views. From no, my right. Life. You want everything. I just in line. want everybody to agree with me one hundred. Exactly. Exactly. And so I don't want to see any of that controversy. So in that in that regards, I'm going to sit there and defend always having a guest on, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with his, his things. Dis, you know, respect is not agreeing with someone. Respect is just look. You respect them. I would 100% agree with you yeah. about having people with divergent points of views mm-hmm. on stuff, so especially if they're coming to talk about something other than that view. Sure. They have something to sell. Sure. Right? Very good segue. But uh, but I think we should I th- I do think we should be aware of who we have on. That being said, yes, right. that being said. Right. It's 
really an interesting place that this interview ended up getting uh, taken to. I'm going to stop building it up. I'm just going to we're going to let it fly, yeah. um, and then we're going to comment on it. Uh, especially a, a very specific reaction I had when I realized where this this conversation kind of headed. Holy crap! And I was like, wow, it's pretty amazing. So <laughs> yeah. this is my interview, Kevin Sorbo. So this is Mike Dolce with the Secrets of the Sire Radio Show and Podcast. I am joined by Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, does it, you've played such iconic cult characters now. You've Hercules and, and on the show Andromeda. Does it, does it still amaze you that, you know, Hercules was 20 years ago, but people still love it and they, and they still watch it and you have new fans just as well as, old, as like people who grew up with it? You know, it's only 17 years ago, but... <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, it because it's crazy how quick it was. We shot that from 1993, so we started filming 24 years ago, and we wrapped up in 2000, and I'm amazed that, well, it's still in 60 countries. In the States, it's on Netflix, it's on Encore Cable, it's on Heroes and Icons. And Andromeda now just got bought up by Lionsgate, they just released it on DVD, they're going to have it on Netflix next year. And I get called for at least, probably about a dozen of these Comic-Cons each month around the world. I pick out about six or seven to go. The next time I'm going to Dubai, I'm doing Tokyo. It's crazy. I mean, I've done 54 movies since Andromeda finished, but most of them really aren't. There's some sci-fi movies in there, but most of them really aren't Comic-Con movies. They're like Christmas movies and family-friendly ones. But this thing still is just like a freight train. It's incredible. Um, What's a... You know, give me your best um, moment from each of the series. Uh, so from Hercules, your on-character, your on-screen moment. You know, what was something that that you know made you look back and go, "Wow, that was really you know that's a cool scene," or that was something that you know or a cool moment within your character arc. That's too unfair. There's too many moments in there. All I'm gonna say is that it was it was five two-hour movies was all it was supposed to be. Anthony Quinn playing Zeus. It was halfway through episode movie three. It was probably about the fifth month of filming. I looked at Michael, a scene to happen between him and I that was very, the old movie Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid with Robert Redford and Paul Newman, there was a, something to happen between us. And I said, you know, Michael, this is our relationship. This is this sarcastic yet we're buddies sort of thing that with, with humor and one-liners. This is going to become a series. He said, you think so? I said, it's going to become a series. Three weeks later, studio, Universal Studios called and said, you're staying there. We're going to make it a series. So he's just kind of new. And as far as Andromeda was, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. So I had a feeling um, when they called me for to do the first show that Gene Roddenberry ever wrote after Star Trek, I was like, I'm in. And my wa- I looked at my wife and I said, when we start filming this, we're going to buy a house because it's going to go five years or more for sure. And that went five years. So it was um, it was just the gut feelings of both of them. But it's hard to say what, what scene or what because ultimately came down, I worked with amazing crews. We had a lot of laughs. And that was the mo- most important thing. Very cool, very cool. Um, so your faith is actually a very important aspect to you. Let's talk about the new movie uh, you're starring in, Let There Be Light. Let There Be Light. Uh, my wife wrote it. I read it, and I said, this is really good. We got a call three days later um, from Sean Hannity, who said, look, because Fox Cable is the only place that will let us come and talk about God without people getting all pissed off. For some reason, I don't know. I don't get what's going on in this country. That's all different thing. But anyway, um, we flew out there. We talked to him. He financed it. We shot it last year this time, August, September in Birmingham. Comes out October 27th. It's a it's a very uplifting movie. It's about redemption. It's about love and laughter. And uh, October 27th, let there be light. The movie.com. They can see a trailer. I, it's it's good you brought up Sean Hannity too, because he can be a very controversial figure. Was there any concern because you're kind of in this Comic Con world that you know he you know he might not jive with that that you might lose fans? Well, you know what. I, if it comes down, I don't care. If the fans are that petty, then the heck with them. I'm sorry to say that, but I get to the point. It's like it's ridiculous. I've got atheist friends. I got friends who are liberals. I got friends. to me. It's like you know, we can have different opinions. Why do we have to get so angry about it? To riot all the stuff that's going on now. There were no riots after Obama got elected twice, and there were plenty of people who didn't want him president. But they weren't. I get tired of the Democrat Party claiming to be the peaceful party and all that. They're, they're, they're so such hypocrites. They're the most violent party out there. To me, it's like. Just, you know what, accept what happened. I wasn't a fan of Obama elected twice. I'm not a socialist. I'm not a Marxist. I'm a guy who believes that, I'm not, it's not even a matter of me believing, this country was founded on individuals, not big government. Nobody's swimming from Key West to Cuba. Enough said. Yeah. Terrific. Um, switch back to uh, Hercules a little bit. Um, how the physical demands, how are the physical demands of the show? Because I really, I mean, it, it just seems like there's a lot in it. How, how did you maintain that? Well, it was uh, 14 hour days on the set and two hours a day lifting weights. I got about four to five hours of sleep a night. 
it's brutal. Not complaining. I loved it, and it's funny how you sort of get used to it. And to me, it was, like I said, my crew was awesome. We laughed every day. I love doing the series. I miss it badly. And uh, I love working out. I've always been a guy who lifts weights anyway. So to me, it was just part of the gig. I'm, I'm an ex-football player, so it was, for me, it was just part of the job, and I, I, I had a blast doing it. Um, what, uh, so after Let There Be Light, what's, what's next down the docket for you? We've got a movie opening in February called One Nation Under God. It's about putting that phrase back into our, our, our uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I've got a movie I'm filming and directing in Norfolk, Virginia, and it's a basketball movie. It's sort of the movie on Blind Side. Got a new series. We're going to start shooting the pilot in South Africa next spring. What's the pilot about? Well, it's it's like Little House in the Prairie, but it's Little House in South Africa. So it's very family friendly, but there'll be you know there'll be drama, there'll be laughter, there'll be fun. It's it's hopefully it gets picked up, but we got the pilot. We're going to shoot that at least. So, <laughs> I think there's a point when. You know, as we were, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, you could hear the commentary if you were an executive producer of the show, um, be a patron of our show, and, you, and we actually have the the video running um, <laughs> where you could hear our comments as that's going. There's a point where it 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 really goes off the rail, and you can literally hear the uncomfortableness yeah. in my voice yeah. as I realize, I like, hear your where brain did rebooted. this where did yeah. this go? Your like whole brain rebooted. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was oh, like, oh, yeah. And the exact phrase I use, that's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, uh, and look, so I'm a very, I'm a careful person. I want to make sure that I phrase things correctly. I want to make sure that I am, I am equally inoffensive as much as possible. So it doesn't always personally, work, but you know. I think Sean Hannity is, is vile. I think Sean Hannity is oh. what's wrong with media. I think he's sensationalist. I think he capitalizes. I think he's everything, right? I chose to use the word controversial. Because he is controversial, mm. um, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be good. I had to ask him about his association with that, and I'm glad I did. I did not expect where he went with the answer, though. Yeah, but I mean, in in the lead in, in his lead in from uh, explaining about like he's got a movie about God, obviously. Sure. Right. He's obviously got had some trouble getting it distributed. Sure. Uh, getting it around, getting it out there, and his wife wrote it, yep. which is another you know point of uh, personal pride for him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's frustrated in the in the in the attempt to get his you know he made a he made an honest honest effort at a piece of uh, entertainment, sure, and he wants people to see it. So you can understand his frustration. The the the, the problem. And if he left it there, I'm frustrated because I couldn't get it out there and I couldn't I couldn't get this movie seen and you know, we have an issue where, you know, people who talk about God are kind of ostracized for you know, through that that's all fair. Yes. You know, when you get into who's to blame for it. Yes. I think, I, I think it's very interesting. I think there was... It stops being a discussion now. Now it's a blame thing. If he, if he wanted to discuss it, yeah. and then we got into it, yeah. and we went back and forth, that's, that's a discussion. Yeah. And it's a fair discussion. Yeah. You, could, you can honestly... Because I can see it as a, as a person who's on probably the other side of the spectrum. Uh, probably. I could, I could definitely see... <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Not probably. Maybe. I could definitely see that there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's an anti-religious kind of fervor. Oh no, if absolutely. It's not, if it's not 100% anti-religion, then it's then it's kind of it's kind of being pushed into the into sure. the into obscurity. Absolutely. Right? And I can I'm I am a religious person. Sure. You know, I'm not I'm not an overly religious person, mm-hmm. but I do have my beliefs. So I don't like to see that either. Yeah. Fair discussion. Who's to blame for it? Yeah, well, it's not even just the who's to blame for it. I think he starts with the, with a discussion, and and I think there was even a point where we sit there, and go, okay, just stop right here. Yeah, just stop right that's here. A comment. You made a very good comment, that's you know, commentary. and you know that okay, you know this this vile human being was the only person that would allow you this movie that could actually look be for an audience that wants it and be good and be something that's good there. Right. And then he kind of kind of goes into this into yeah. this soapbox, which, which I is thought fair. Was, I mean, you're saying that you're saying in hand that he's vile. I would pretty much agree with that. So we said Hannity's vile. He said the Democrats are vile. It's fair. It's fair. It's all fair game. Yeah, and we're, we, we're even. We've got Everyone's a couple even. rules for commenting on this because one of the things is he's not here to defend himself. So I don't want to. No, this not. is not a piling on uh, Kevin Sorbo. But at the same time, we are just going to literally comment on what he said. And as a person who hasn't agreed with a lot of what he said, I will. I you know I am very upfront about saying his his observations are fair, and his um. And his reasoning for saying them, his you know, you his his his, uh, his very overt frustration sure. with, uh, with him being able to, it's, it's it's understandable why he he feels 
you know. We're going to get into the ground rules when we get back, Pigeon but I want to know your perhaps. thoughts on that interview. I want to know. Chime in on the Facebook feed. I think there's a lot to be said. I'm sure you guys have a lot to comment on that. Um, I didn't see it coming. Um, maybe mm-hmm. I should have. Yeah, we'll find out maybe. when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comic Zone, Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com You ever seen like the old men at the Starbucks? Like they have their little like... I'll go to Starbucks. Oh, I do. I'm, I work you know, at I'm a man. It's fantastic. And uh, <laughs> they just have these old men clubs and they just sit around and talk about the good old days. That's why I don't go into Starbucks. <laughs> It's a creepy sausage fest on on caffeine. Secrets of the Sire. back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. Talkradio.nyc and Facebook. Hey, uh, if you're listening to us on podcast, we appreciate it. We're on iTunes. We're on iHeartRadio. You can look up Secrets of the Sire. Uh, or just type in my name, Michael Dolce, D-O-L-C-E. Things will come up. We're on iHeart, iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, Want to give a shout-out to our beloved patrons, uh, dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai, <laughs> our program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producer, Steve Ovacki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. We appreciate all that you guys do. Uh, I'm looking for some comments, and maybe we're having some more technical difficulties. There's a couple of comments. Well, I got maybe... a comment here that uh, Gene Goldstein uh, said, I think it's interesting that he's such a conservative guy. But he loves Star Trek, which is very liberal. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then uh, James Gallagher, right right behind us, said, I'm a conservative, but I love uh, the TV show The West Wing, which is which leaned very left. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, good TV is good TV. You know, there's there's um and these these two people notwithstanding, sure. there is a kind of a strange bubble kind of mentality mm-hmm. when some things come around. Because I've seen actual, I've seen kind of right-wing guys like, like uh, uh, being huge fans of Star Wars and sure. Star Trek, and then when other people go, and then in the, and then they will com- they'll complain about the social justice warrior. Sure, sure, sure. Mess of well, it. Paul Ryan's favorite band is Rage Against the Machine. Right. Does that? I mean, right. does that not? You know. So yeah, and then when so, when when a couple of fans came along and said, "You do realize that Gene Roddenberry, you right. know, that like the whole point of right. Star Trek was altruism, and and you know, and right. and these guys ripped that guy apart. It's like you're you're a fool, you're an idiot, you just don't understand the true Star sure. Trek. So there's people in a kind of a bubble, yeah. who see things the way they want to see yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So it's it's just you know, so it, it's not a wonder that in this day and age, for people who have their who who choose their own reality, sure. about a lot of things sure and choose to see things the way they want to see them it's not it's, it's I not mean, look, unheard we of are that people get comments like from people who things. are diametrically opposed to what he says and 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 i'm gonna be on Which the record i mean we uh, don't agree with everything he said not everything we no. don't want to give him a platform to just 
to just uh, talk about his political yeah. views. Which that's is not why, what this. That's not what this show is. Which is why we're kind of talking, but kind of behind his back, right? <laughs> but we also, in that in that same sense, are only commenting on what he said right. in that interview, and the absolute Sorry. inherent awkwardness. That yeah, I felt that you while it. interviewing him. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo said a lot of stuff, which because I won't comment really, on. Really, really, no, you can yeah. comment no, on. No, I'm it. not going to okay. comment on. He I hasn't, mean, look, he hasn't said it here. He hasn't, and and well, there is to me. He said it to me. Look, I, I think you can comment on what he said. What he said here. to you, but I'm saying, yeah, oh, oh, I'm yes, saying in general, yes, outside, he said a lot yes. of things. Yes, he hasn't said it here, so we can't comment on it. And if I were to come on comment on it it could be argued that i misconstrued his comment sure right so we're not going to do that right but here's i mean in that interview in and of itself can we he agree he really, went off the rails a little bit not really i think he I went actually, off the rails i'll actually i'll actually really see i would bit. actually say that he went off he the rails. got he went into tribalism yes which is a thing yes um, but that's not necessarily off the rail. I mean, like he didn't he didn't attack a particular demographic. He didn't attack a part of the community. He didn't attack a race or a particular no, religion. No, 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 no. What he did was he said he he vehemently defended his point of view. Right. And then he attacked a political party. Yes. Which is pretty much fair game. You know, he did, wasn't solicited. We no, didn't but ask I think him. that's where I'm saying it went off the rails. I think it went off the rails. There's a point where he makes a comment about, you know, about God and movies and faith-based movies. And look, it's a faith-based movie. That's what he's promoting. Um, that I think, this, like you said, is a valid, okay, there's a valid argument. You can make this argument. He's you know, right blah, about blah, blah, the blah. God thing. I mean, he's right, right about the difficulties that, sure. that, um, that you would have putting out, um, v- you know, religious-oriented entertainment. Sure. Right? Into, into Unless it's very system. niche-oriented and, yeah, you're, and you're focusing on a, on a, you know. in some way yeah. that kind of. Holds yeah. on him. So, but that's yeah. but that's what's funny because you could just you, you, you can hear my voice going. Oh, that's very interesting. Great. Let's bring up Sean Hannity because he's terrible, and I and I want to know how you're associated with him because look, see, that's, you see what I'm saying. You can say that Sean Hannity is terrible. Yeah. He can say the Democrats are terrible. I guess you're right. I guess you're you right. Know? I guess in that sense, this conversation's gone completely the opposite way, where <laughs> I'm actually attacking him and you're actually defending him. I don't. I don't like a lot of the stuff that he said, and like I said, I can't comment on a lot of it because the stuff that I don't like, he didn't actually say here. Yeah, I know. No, I've heard him, look, I've heard him say other things, and I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I like I was with you when you were Hercules. Yeah, you I, know, but um, well, I think to address the initial, you know, question that I pose, and I think it's a very important one, though. At the at the end, though, we're not going to not have guests on that have diametric um, opposing viewpoints than what our audience might have, right. and what we might have also. Because actually, you and I are, are are definitely different. I mean, when it comes to political spectrum, I'm I'm I tend to be down the middle. Um, I think you're 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 center left, um, which which you know again I'll and I love playing devil's advocate. This is what I do, mm-hmm. uh, much to your chagrin. I, I like I like being able to give both points of view because I think both points of view there's validity to it. I don't care what anybody says. There's validity to almost everything except the Nazism. See, we got the Captain America. We're good. We're good, right? <laughs> there's two sides to every story. Punch the Nazi. <laughs> Punch the Nazi. Well, don't actually don't go to technically, violence. Technically, talk about Captain America. National, punch the Nazis. National socialism technically is a is it was a valid idea that uh, people got fanatical about and took it to the you know to the, a bad extreme. Yeah, arguably, arguably, you could say anything. You know, so. when you're talking about political parties and you're talking about that stuff, all that stuff is kind of fair. What he did to you was he did blindside you. Yes, you know. I but, still. But we are going to make a drop out of that. By the led, way, you led the door. You opened oh, the I, door I, for I it. I opened the you, door for him you, to comment you on that. Specified about Sean Hannity. Yes, I opened the door because I wanted to know, you know, his association with Sean Hannity and 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 if that if if that if he's worried about it affecting him negatively. Yeah. And he did answer that correct. Like not, I don't want to say correctly. He answered the question. And then kind of took it. We're yeah, going to make a was, drop. Where was he going to go? We are that? going to make a drop of me <laughs> answering uh, back. Uh, Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I re-listened to that interview today in preparation for this because I wanted to make sure that I, I had everything correct. And the the level of uncomfortableness in that terrific was just it was it was priceless it was absolutely the most priceless thing i've ever experienced all right we want to keep hearing from you guys mary shannon said he was funny on don't trust the bee i didn't see him in that but i'm sure he was very funny there um and uh we're gonna we're gonna instead do our weekly segment this is called spinning the racks it's where we find the most fantastical pop culture news out there spin the rack spin the rack <laughs> I hate that thing. 
<laughs> well, you know what? I, I got to be honest. It's it's maybe we just we've heard it too often now. Time uh, for a new one. Spider-Man: Homecoming deleted scene confirms Miles Morales in MCU. All right. <gasps> A deleted well, scene confirms Miles Morales, the ultimate version of the web slinger, exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That wasn't deleted, uh, Since he was introduced... No, 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 watch this. Um, there is a scene, Donald Glover's small-time criminal, uh, who, in addition to being a burglar by the alias The Prowler, is Miles' uncle mm-hmm. in the comics. But that wasn't deleted. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. A deleted scene from the upcoming home video release... Home video? Is there still people saying that? Yeah. Good job, Screen Old, old people. Good job. Has... Emerged online in what appears to be an alternate post-credit scene. We see Davis still webbed up to his car after his run-in with Spider-Man earlier in the film. He struggles to escape and eventually rings his nephew to say he won't make it to see him, calling the kid Miles. Oh! So so he hasn't been cast, but he exists. He physically exists. You know what the best thing about that scene was? What's that? That (laughs) Spider-Man webs his hand to the... The, the trunk yeah and he's like I got ice cream in here yeah. <laughs> I don't know why but that made me laugh like for five Donald minutes Donald Glover basically gets to do whatever he wants <laughs> yeah. right yeah, like he's do. a tremendous now he's an Which Emmy is, winning it's really funny that actor. he's playing Miles' uncle because everybody wanted him to play Miles Morales yeah. when Marvel was thinking oh, of taking yeah. over uh, yeah uh, Spider-Man, so. Yeah. And because our anime video was our highest uh, uh, rated video of all time. Shipping. Um, Blade Runner anime short from Cowboy Bebop director debuts. Warner Brothers Pictures and Alcon have released the third and final prequel short to the upcoming Blade Runner 2049 with Blade Runner Blackout 2022. People are talking masterpiece about that movie, anime by the way. Sh- Really, the movie. See, that's what I'd like to get into. Someone I've I've read in a couple of articles that the first reviews are in and people are saying the word masterpiece, oh, man. which has got me a little worried because every time someone's overdoing the superlatives like that, we're in trouble. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Keep chiming in. Go to Facebook.com/slash/Secrets of the Sire. Comment on the video. We comment on it all week long. Um, if you hit us up on it, we will comment right back. We will keep the conversation going. I really want to know your reaction as you watch it, as you listen to it. Was Kevin Sorber right? Was Kevin Sorber wrong? Should we have even had him? Should we have even had him on? These are all very um, vital questions that I think we should was definitely... Was he dressed like Hercules, no, though? Why no, he was dressed like Kevin Sorbo. Huh. Next week, it's our New York Comic Con preview. We welcome Buffy's Nicholas Brendan on to talk about the 20-year anniversary of the show, his favorite episodes, and the new movie he's got coming out. Thanks, folks. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) hey all you crazy listeners looking to boost your business Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc.
Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 